Welcome to Balanced Black Girl, a podcast dedicated to mental, physical, and emotional health from the Black woman's perspective. Tune in to hear from Black woman health and wellness experts giving the approachable advice you need to help you feel your best. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Let's dive in. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Balanced Black Girl. It's Les here. Thank you for joining me today. Appreciate you tuning in with this whole podcast thing. Having people listen to it is an important part of the equation. So I'm glad that you're here. I'm beyond excited today because today is actually my very first podcast swap. It's my first time not interviewing podcasters because I'm interview people on the show who have their own podcasts, but it's my first time being like, let's come on each other's podcasts at the same time and have it be cohesive and all make sense. I'm just beyond excited for it. So my guests today are Germany Manning and Brittany Lackey, the hosts of the Black Girl Bravado podcast. So many amazing things that we get into today. You know that we are focusing on our connection series, and I really wanted to have a friendship-based episode talking about friendships and talking about how our friendships evolve over time with life changes is something that's really important for all of us, especially as we get further into adulthood and navigate different challenges And I knew that with talking about friendship, I wanted to talk to real friends, (laughs) people who have a genuine friendship with one another. And Germany and Brittany's friendship is honestly so inspiring. When you hear them talk about their friendship and how they work together and how they communicate, their love and respect for one another is palpable. Like they are It is a friendship that is truly a partnership. It is so genuine and it is so pure. And you can just tell that they have such a strong bond and a really beautiful sisterhood where they balance each other out in such beautiful ways and support one another in such genuine ways. And in this episode, we talk about their friendship, how it came to be, how it's evolved over time, how they manage friendship while also running a business together, how their friendship has impacted their approach to wellness. I mean, we just, we touch on all of it. And I just, I felt so inspired by them. I also was like, well, I want a friend like this (laughs) because their friendship is, is very different than a lot of the friendships that I've had. And I'm like, I want a friend, I want a friend like they have. And I think after listening to this episode, you will feel the same way. So they're the founders and hosts of the Black Girl Bravado podcast, which is a beautiful platform that seeks to build community amongst women of color. They talk about wellness, spirituality, relationships, friendships. Just make sure you're subscribed to Black Girl Bravado because it's an amazing listen. And we also did a pod swap, like I mentioned earlier. So today on their podcast, uh, I am the guest and we're talking about making friends as an adult. So the two episodes really complement each other beautifully. Over here, we're talking about maintaining healthy friendships and what that looks like. And then over on their podcast, we're talking about establishing new friendships as an adult and what that looks like. So just listen to both. 
and get all of the friendship love. (laughs) I had so much fun recording this conversation. They're so fun to hang out with. I was also just cracking up the whole time because it was just I just had so much fun. And I know that you're going to have as much fun listening to it as we had recording it. So let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Balanced Black Girl. Right now on the podcast, we're talking about all things relationships, all things connection. And I feel like we can't talk about relationships without talking about friendships and friend relationships. And so when I was planning a friendship episode, I was like, I know exactly who I need to talk to about friendship. So welcome, Brittany and Germany from Black Girl Bravado. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you all here. I've wanted to have you on the show forever. I feel like this episode has been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy you're here. Yay. We're happy to be here. We are. We are. We're so excited. Thanks for having us. Yes. And we get to record in person, which I never record in person. So it's even more exciting. No. How many times have you recorded in person? Probably... Maybe three times total. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're well over 100 episodes now. Yeah, so that's a lot of Zoom. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love in person. Like as, as much as we can get in person, we try to. Yeah. I think just the energy of it is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. conversations are richer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I feel like you can make a connection and keep it. As a person, like, just getting on Zoom or not even just that. Like, sometimes we do phone interviews. And it's like, okay, thanks. It's very transactional. As opposed to, like, being in person, you can sit, you can exchange a little energy. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that will, like, carry you through maybe another interaction and really building something. Because that's really the goal. Yeah. Build. Exactly. It's definitely more conversational sometimes when you're doing it virtually or on the phone it's like question answer yeah. question exactly answer. yeah girl for sure we've had our fair share of question answer <laughs> I'm like, some of the questions weren't answered <laughs> i'm like next yeah it's my turn <laughs> exactly yes so diving into friendship first i would love to talk a little bit more about y'all's friendship origin story how mm-hmm. did the two of you meet come together what is the foundation of your friendship well um we met in college. We went to college together. We are actually line sisters, so we are in the same sorority. And from there, a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful friendship blossomed. Yeah, it was very organic. Today, um, I was thinking about our origin story. I was oh, like, really? Yeah, as I came over here. And um, you know how sometimes you you uh, see a person or you meet a person or you have a connection with a person. You're like, I really want to be their friend. You know, like you watch them from afar or you guys have an interaction and you already feel like a spark. I don't feel like, um, I don't know if it's because of our, the dynamic in which we met, but even after the whole like um, pledging thing was over, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, okay, but now we have to continue being friends. I didn't feel like that. It was very like organic. Like we decided that we wanted to hang out again. And I wasn't like fucking plotting in my head. Like (laughs) I got to meet, I got to be friends with this girl going forward. Cause I feel like we already had like an unbreakable bond that we would always be connected forever. No matter if we were best friends or good friends, we were always going to be sorority sisters and line sisters. So I really wasn't tripping. So the fact that it was so natural that it just evolved from us having common interests, common interests and goals. Um, (laughs) And, um, you know, just like building on each interaction and just like really setting a strong foundation that it kind of just, I think like two years into the friendship, we're like, 
I think we're best friends. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was um, just like you said, a natural magnetism because mm-hmm. even when we were joining our sorority together, um, there were five of us, mm-hmm. but we kind of made subgroups. Yeah. So Jeremy and I, during the process, we like that was the original origins of a, a stronger bond outside of just like being line sisters because it's like we had our own little um, connection where we would talk with each other every night uh-huh. and we we had the same route home. So like that's where the seed was planted. Yes, yes. And then we watered it. And, and then we watered it. Yeah. And then that's always weird when you like are older in age and you're like, dang, I got to call this person my best friend because it definitely felt like more than... <laughs> A friendship, like yeah. we're together a lot. We chat often. Like there's a a strong trust here, um, you know. And we're at this point looking to one another for advice or counsel or whatever it is. I'm like, I think she's my best friend, but it's gonna be <laughs> weird to be like, so are we best friends? But it just, how did that happen? Did you ask me out? Did you ask me to be your best? Friend? I don't. You make it, it official. Definitely wasn't a proposal. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't know. We just. It was just kind of like... You're my best friend. At the same time, we were just like, you know, we're like besties. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely... A, it was a moment that it had to be verbalized. Yeah. I'm like, say it. Say it. <laughs> it definitely needs to be said. It needed to be said. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Very organic comings, like origin. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I love, Brittany, the way you described it as that magnetism. Yeah. is really beautiful. Because I think we talk about that a lot in romantic relationships, but it's actually very prevalent and almost more useful in friendships, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And so I think that's really beautiful that that's how your bond started. Yeah, yeah. she was drawn to me. I'm just kidding. Sicko. <laughs> I always say that, though. I'm like, Brittany is like one of my soulmates. Like, yes. really? you want to know something crazy? What? We had um, like an Akashic Records done a oh, few yeah. years back and they were like you know you and Brittany you guys are very like kindred spirits you guys came here you were you known you knew each other in a past life and you came here in this life to do it again I said it sounds about right I definitely right. feel it like feels that. like it yeah I feel like if I didn't have this girl <laughs> <laughs> making it so deep but real it's serious <laughs> I don't know what I would do and like you know how I like how you said that people talk about talk about the magnetism in romantic relationships and it's so funny because in my opinion, friendships are underrated mm-hmm. in comparison to romantic relationships. But then we turn around and say, I want some, I want a romantic partner who's like my best friend. Yeah. How yeah. do you know that? Like, how do you know what a best friend is like? Mm-hmm. And so I think that we need to um, talk about the importance and significance of like non-romantic friendships. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Those platonic soulmates. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's my girl right here. It's a real we came thing. here. This time we're getting the bag. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's rich. talk about that. And let's talk about how your friendship has evolved because mm-hmm. you met in college, but now it's evolved to the point where you're business partners, yes. right? Black Girl Bravado, an amazing podcast yeah. and brand. So how has your friendship changed and evolved since doing business together? And how do you still balance business and friendship? You know, I think our business, our business came out of our friendship, right? So mm-hmm. The intention that we have with the friendship is what we bring to the show. So there's and and another thing about Brittany and I on uh, sidebars, we're really aligned like morals, values, um, ethics, integrity. There's a lot of things that we see eye, eye to eye on. And there's very few things where it's like 
I don't agree with that. Well, we can disagree, but not on the foundational basics. Yeah. So it makes being a business partner with her seamless. Almost literally, there's not too many things that we go back and forth on. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a stronger, not necessarily friend, but businesswoman because my friend cares about the way I'm going to grow into a yeah. businesswoman. So there's times where I'm like, I don't want to do it. And Bree's like, no, we need to. You're a businesswoman. <laughs> you are someone's boss. And I'm like, <laughs> But it's been very um, easeful and effortless. Um, And again, very organic. That's really something that we are big on is things being like not easy, but filled with ease. So the fact that the business that we do is built out of that same intention or came out of that same intention, it just makes it really just a delight. I don't know. You know, I agree. Um, I was talking with someone. And, you know, the goal is for the business to grow, right? And with growth comes a lot of unfamiliar territory Mm -hmm. and spaces that we haven't entered. And they were like, um, we were talking about how, I forgot the name of the podcast where there were two of them and they split. Oh, Call Me Daddy? Yeah, 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 because there was a difference. And I said, listen, I feel like we would drop this podcast before we drop each other. Like. We yeah. hold our our friendship as such. We're like family. Yeah. So there's no way that we're going to be like, forget you. Like, yeah. the podcast, the podcast. Because like Germany said, the friend, the business came from the friendship. Yeah. So we care about that more than we do the business. Of course, we pour our all into the business. But our friendship is what helps the business continue to, to move and grow. Yeah. And so. I, I will say it's so mm-hmm. much easier being together Mm -hmm. because I'm not a risk taker. Like, you know, I'm pretty like methodical and planned and almost a little risk adverse, like can be a little fearful of making changes and taking leaps. So to have somebody with me to be like, no, it's cool. Like we can go together. It's just so much like more reassuring for me. You know, it builds up my confidence. I'm like, okay, I got somebody by my side. Yeah, I'm yeah. not alone because I cannot see here. Kudos to you for sitting down every week and doing what you do by yourself because I just couldn't imagine. I'd be like Girl. five minutes in and that's it. I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Talking to yourself is real hard. Uh, I do it a lot and it's hard. What a skill. What I a will skill. say though, as much as we're alike, we're very different, yeah. which also helps with the business. Um, oh, yeah. What yeah. either one of us lacks, the other one steps in and mm-hmm. like fills in. So it helps that there's some differences in us that really help contribute to the business in order for it to grow. Because if we were all one way or the other way, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't. It yeah. wouldn't work. No, no, so, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. But I love what you described, Germany, about Brittany knowing when and how to push you. Mm-hmm even if it's in business or in personal. And I think you do have to have that solid foundation of friendship and knowing each other to know how to push each other and balance each other out in that way that's helpful and supportive and loving. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, and it's just the approach. Like I trust Brittany. There's few people in my life that I trust to give me fresh perspective and sound advice. And then I know it's always coming from a place where they want me to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, So when she tells me things that I don't want to hear or hard things, she's always like, you want me to agree with you, huh? You want me to agree with you? And I'm like, (laughs) I don't want you to agree with me. I'm pretty sensitive. (laughs) I'm a pretty sensitive person. So I'm like, I don't, but I do, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, but I'm grateful that I have somebody who's like, no, like I'm invested in seeing you be better. Yeah. Like that's important to me. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. 
I love that. (laughs) It's important. I always say that, like, my friendships where I can be honest Mm -hmm. and, like, also then be honest with me are the strongest friendships because a lot of the friendships, like, some people don't want to hear what you have to say at all. Not like what you have to say is gospel, but it's like they want to remain aloof or Mm -hmm. they want to keep it surface level. And I always have such a hard time with those kind of friendships because it's kind of like a filter is up, which is okay. Like I don't have a problem navigating that space, but I just know that it's not really like a deep rooted friendship. You know what I'm saying? So the people, the few people that I feel like we can like be honest with each other, those are the friendships that I really value because yeah, they're like sure. deeper than a basic level friendship. Oh yeah. 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 I think so. As long as there's that kind of like trust and, yeah. um, yeah, I think like trust. Cause sometimes I, if I don't know you that well, girl, don't come to me telling me nothing. I don't even want to <laughs> sure, hear, hear what you got to yeah. say. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think you're, you're right. You know, and personally me with going back to what Brittany was saying about surface level friends, mm-hmm. I have such a difficulty um, I guess taking the pressure off every friendship not being super deep, yeah. right? Because it's so yeah. important to me to connect with people and have this magnetic experience and be like, I could call, I want to be able to call all my friends and talk about all the same things. Although I know that I have people who are colleagues and then I have associates and then I have, you know, all these different like levels of friendship. Yeah. But it kind of makes it difficult for me to lean in to like, the possibility of what a new friendship could mean because I just want it to be like, girl, I need to be able to gang gang with you, you know, and I don't (laughs) gang gang with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So um, that, that surface thing is real. Yeah. You know, like we do not like surface shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with the being surface. It's just that I compartmentalize. Mm -hmm. And I will say that Germany, you have a skill or a way of making everybody feel like they're special to you oh i try i'm like you'll know if you're my my real oh yeah britney's like i'm not aren't you a virgo yeah she you're a virgo too no i'm not but yeah you're a virgo right i'm not i'm not mean but like yeah she gives big virgo energy i told you you (laughs) guys do a thing virgos (laughs) are very they have a thing so go ahead like it makes sense yeah Yeah, like i'm more i compartmentalize so like you know, I'm nice and cordial, but you'll you won't for a second think, am I like her bestie or like mm-hmm. is she like am I, am I like a super close friend to her? Yeah, it will never be confused. totally opposite <laughs> to me. And when I was younger, I would like like if I met somebody, I'm like, come on over, come come hang out, be with be in my friend group. And my previous, um, they're not my previous, but my childhood best friends, my mm-hmm. best friends from high school. Who there's there's now distance between us. Yeah. Um. They would be like, why are you bringing all these random people around? And I'm like, damn, like, I thought they were cool. So that used to be a thing for me in the past. Like, girl, come over, come hang out with me and my besties. Mm-hmm. And then trying to, like, wiggle them in some way, somehow. Yeah. How do you navigate that with those older friendships where you start to create some space? That was very challenging for me. That was a really hard. That yeah. that I always have had, like, a very core group of friends. Like, yeah. two, three friends and We've been friends for a really long time. I'm a long-term relationship person with ev- like mm-hmm. everything, like relationships, friendships. So um, I have been best friends with my one of my best friends since fourth grade um, and another one of my best friends since like ninth grade. Yeah. And as our lives started to shift and change, as most 
young adults do. You know, mm-hmm. they started having children and getting married and our priorities were so much different yeah. that it took a toll on me. And I was so emotional because I'm such a feeler and I invest so much into my relationships that it was really, really hard. It felt like a a breakup. I yeah. was like, um, you're supposed to be here. We decided we were going to be friends. So we're going to be friends forever. <laughs> we're not breaking up. And when I had to come to the realization, like maybe we're just not compatible right now. Like yeah. it's okay for us to always have love for each other and we grow apart and that's fine. Um, but it was, it was hard for me personally. And I had to get to a place where I was able to release it, like yeah. release my expectation of what I wanted somebody to be to me because like I said, I pour in and I was giving, giving, giving. And I'm like, I'm not getting at this yeah. point. Yeah. And that was hard for me to step back, but it was so necessary for me because I kept feeling like let down Yeah, and really sad. Like I would tell Brittany, I would be in tears about it sometime. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't know why. So, um, you know, I still, like I said, I have love for them. That's the way I balance it. Knowing mm-hmm. when it's healthy for me to be super invested and in it and knowing when it's also okay for me to pull back and be like, I love you from, I always love you. But just in a different way now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so relatable. That's such a relatable realization when you come to that point where it's like, oh, I am giving more than I'm getting. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. there needs to be a shift here. So hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Because for the people who are around me, like I'm always willing to pour in. I'm always willing to figure out how I can support you, you know, especially yeah. if our lives look starkly different. Like my responsibilities aren't children and husbands. So I know you're probably more confined to the house. So. Let me pull up on you. Let me take your yeah. kids from you. Let me, I'm I'm that friend, you know? And when it's just like, I don't get like just basic support. I'm like, okay, something has to change because I can't feel this way. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. What about you? Have you had this experience? Yeah. Um, I haven't personally had a, a very big friendship breakup. Thankfully, hopefully I don't have to experience it Um, from like a close friend. I've definitely yeah. had friendship breakups where there was misalignment in the friendship. But I don't think it hurt as bad because, like I said, I compartmentalized and it wasn't like a super near and dear. So it's like you needed to go. Like I saw some things. And what was that? What's that mean? Immediately. 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 (laughs) I saw what I needed to see. (laughs) Immediately. Immediately. No. Relatable. Yeah. (laughs) So there's been more so like friendships like that where I'm like, yeah, it didn't work out and I didn't really feel hurt. But. I hope I'd never have to experience that because I would just be shattered. I don't think you will. Yeah. Stick beside me. Yeah. Yeah. Quality people in your life. What is the other one where it's like, I'm a stick beside him. I'm a stick. I'm a stick beside him. (laughs) But you know what I will say and what I admire about Brittany and her um, other best friend, Kayla, they've been best friends for a a long time since high school. Yeah. Yeah. Is that although um, their lives and their responsibilities are different, there's always the intention of making each other and the friendship a priority right sure, it's yeah. like where does this fall in my life now and uh, I think that's super important as you grow and mm-hmm. life changes and demands are different it's yeah. like my the friendship can't fall to the wayside and I feel like people think that the friend friendships are disposable or yeah. like well if, if something ought to take a backseat this can yeah and it's like it can't, you know, so I, I really do admire that they do that really well where they always are, you know, in touch with one another and knowing what's going on and yeah. talking frequently and scheduling things. And yeah. so I think that, you know, that's a part of the balance is making sure you prioritize it because yeah, yeah. you have to. Yeah. You prioritize the things you want. Mm-hmm. You know? That yeah. intentionality. Yes. Definitely. It's yeah. appreciated because mm-hmm. we do go through shifts yeah. and it's important to 
to acknowledge like the people that you care about regardless so mm-hmm. i'm i'm thankful yeah. for yeah. the way she shows up yeah. <laughs> and this another thing that this is reminding me of is just around communication. And again, I think communication is one of those things that's very much emphasized in romantic relationships, but people don't talk about as much in friendships, but is also super important is being able to communicate with what your needs are. If you feel like you're showing up more than a friend saying, hey, like this is what I need right now and you're not here for it and being able to vocalize that. Have you experienced that in your friendship with one another or with other friends? I guess I'm blessed. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's so easy to communicate with Germany. Like she makes it easy. She's receptive. Mm -hmm. So that's the most important part with like feeling like you can communicate with someone because if you feel like you're going to hit a brick wall or they're not going to receive what you're saying, that can make you not want to say anything or apprehensive. So, I haven't had those issues because she just makes it easy to communicate with. Like she's communicative and she's understanding. She's reasonable, logical for the most part when we get, when we settle the emotions. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's okay though. We feel the feelings. Yeah. yeah. So like it's, it's seamless for me. Yeah. But what do you think? I think it's, it's, Brittany is not hard for me to communicate. That relationship, the friendship breakup, that was difficult because I felt like, my point wasn't being seen right Mm -hmm. and then I'm constantly bringing up a point that's not being heard understood and it's frustrating and at some point it feels like fine I don't want to even say how I feel anymore because it's going to seem like I'm being dramatic or I'm being unreasonable when all I'm asking for is for you guys to show up because I, I I am very communicative so I might say you know Hey, you know, I want you to come to this. Would you mind? And then let's even take the pressure off. You don't have to. But, you know, it's just like it's it's so hard. It's so hard. But once you feel like you can't communicate with a friend, like, is the relationship a friendship anymore? Like, does it have that same value where you feel like it's safe, that hmm. you're going to be heard, that you feel respected, that you feel like, you know, somebody's holding space for you? Because if you don't, then there's just no reason. And I And I found that. Sometimes we hold on to relationships, platonic or romantic, far longer because of the time we've invested. Yeah. And we're just so afraid to be like, what does life look like without this person? Yeah. You know, you, you are so attached to the title or the role of being their best friend. It's even hard for me to stop calling people best friend who I've called best friend in the past. I know that is kind of hard. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, do you strip? Do you want to just strip the title away? But it's like, you're not my best friend anymore. But. If I say happy birthday, I'll be like, happy birthday, BF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. that but we know. I yeah. think it's important to, yeah. um, you know, to learn your friend's communication style, because mm-hmm. how you communicate with a significant other, a coworker, or even a different friend will vary. And so I know how I need to communicate with Germany. Like I know her very well. I know how th- how she receives information best. So whenever I'm communicating with her, I should be keeping that at the forefront to make sure the point is received. Because yeah. if you if I just come another way that doesn't work for her, then there will be a lot of miscommunication mm. and things getting taken the wrong way. So that's very important to figure out, like, what is the best way to communicate with this friend so yeah. that we can make sure we're hearing each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's such a good tip. Yeah. Like, understanding how your friend receives information Mm -hmm. because sometimes that 
we I think girl we struggle with. lost in translation. I'm like, you seen that yes. um, that meme? They're like, bah, 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 bah. like, what did you say to me? Yeah, yes, it's definitely that communication is key in all relationships, but yes. especially in the ones that we. Sometimes I feel like with matters of the heart, with romantic relationships, it almost feel like you don't get to choose those. It's like, why I'm so in love with you. <laughs> but with the platonic relationship, you know the feeling. Like once you're drawn in and tied to a person, it's like, now you're I got to- flipped upside yeah. down. Yeah. But the friendships are relationships that we really get to choose. And yeah. it's like, if you don't want to be friends with somebody, you could just decide. Mm -hmm. So communicating in those type of relationships, super important. Like, girl, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Oh, yeah. Fantasia. Yeah. yeah. I don't know you to talk to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Free yourself. <laughs> and something that I'm learning, because I think we're all the same age, mm -hmm. like now being in my early 30s, as friends are going through different things, also understanding that showing up for people now looks different than it used to. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to a friend of mine a few weeks ago, and she's a little bit younger, but she is someone who is kind of the first out of her friend group to be getting married. And now she's having a baby. And her friends are younger. They're in their mid-20s. And she feels like her friends who are younger are just not really showing up for her. Mm. And I said, well, have you said that to them? Or have you asked them to come over and hang out with you? Or have you, like, communicated that at all? Because she was ready to, like, cut them off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, but have you given them a chance to show up for you? And what does that look like? And so she's exploring that. But it made me think about how we show up for each other differently as life changes. Because if somebody was your homegirl in college and then now she's married with two kids, how you show up for her now is different. way different than 10 years ago. Yeah, And leaning into that and being okay with it maybe being a little bit messy while we figure it out. Yeah. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to feel like we have to get it perfect we all do. the time. I think you're right. Yeah, and, and just speaking to what you just mentioned about that friend, mm -hmm. sometimes I wish that the person that I was in a deep in my best friend yeah. would have been more communicative about what it is that she needed at that yeah. point because she was the first person out of our friend group we were in our mid 20s 26 25 26 to get married like have these really life changes these milestones happen and we were all just sitting back like we you don't want to go to the day party <laughs> you know like looking at her all crazy yeah. but there you don't know yeah but, and i feel like that piece of communication yeah was missing not that yeah. the space wasn't held but maybe i don't i mean there's so many variables but i just wish that 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 would have been communicated like mm -hmm. this is really different for me i'm transitioning i'm going to be a wife and then like now i'm going to be a mom yep. like this is how i would need you guys to show up for me as opposed to just assuming it's kind of like that love language thing like mm -hmm. the way that you need to be loved isn't doesn't necessarily is the, the way that i'm giving you love yeah so i just feel like just thinking hindsight is 2020 you know thinking about it now if i would have been able to understand like what are you feeling? Like, mm -hmm. how do you need me to show up? Because I thought that me offering all of these different things was showing up. Right. You know? So I, I think that's that's really important. Yeah, yeah, it's key. And it does look different because um, the first time my best friend had a child, I was the same, like 20 something young. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, I wasn't. I was 30. No. <laughs> how old was I? Late. Tw I mean, late, late 20s. 20s. Yeah. yeah. I'm not that old yet. Oh, yeah. Hold <laughs> Late on. Late 20, she had her first child, and I'm like, you know, you got it, you know. But then I found out afterwards that she felt like she was struggling, like, in the yeah. initial, the beginning phases, like, needing help. And the second time she had a baby, I made sure to show up. I said, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. I'm here showing up because I didn't know. But yeah. now that I know, like, this is how I'm going to show up. Showing up is coming 
watching the baby while you take care of the toddler and do whatever mm-hmm. you need to do because yes it's gonna look different it's not gonna always be going to dinner although we're gonna do that too because yes. we're showing up for each other and <laughs> i don't have kids yeah exactly. <laughs> but yeah you definitely need to communicate and then show up differently be open to showing up differently showing yeah. up for me now is when i call please answer <laughs> please be available God. to help me please because damn yeah, i don't have girl. no kids i don't need you to run a daycare i don't need you to just be ready be your show answer the phone <laughs> please please yeah. answer the phone Right, because we might have to talk through some things. I might yeah. need some real support. Like, yeah. can you help me get this from there to there? But yeah. I will say, Brittany makes my life so much easier with certain things. I'm like, I know I, there's a few people I could call on, and I know she's gonna answer. She's like one yeah. of those people, very, very dependable. That's extremely important for me in damn near every relationship. Like, can yeah. I rely on you when times get hard? Yeah, that's important. Make my life sure. easier. Please yeah. make my life easy. Yeah, for er, sure. Because it's hard as hell. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would love to talk to you all about wellness a little bit, too, yeah. because obviously you're very wellness minded. Mm-hmm. We all have that in common. Mm-hmm. I'm curious for your wellness journeys. Did they start around the same time? Were you both always interested in wellness and spirituality? Did you evolve in that together? What did that look like? I was interested before, but I think through doing the the podcast together, yeah. we've explored that space more. Yeah. So it's so in that regard, like our journeys have been kind of parallel mm-hmm. because it's like I find something, share it, she finds something, she shares it, and mm-hmm. it's like we're growing together. Yeah. <laughs> we're healing together. Yeah. Like, you know, we're opening up our minds together, but I've always been like very inquisitive and mm-hmm. like looking to find ways to improve, I guess, like a self-improvement junkie. Mm-hmm. So like the seed was always there, but definitely through the friendship, um, I've explored it differently. And it really helps having someone like who's aligned in that way because yeah. it's not you're not looking at me crazy if I'm like, girl, I found out about human design. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Look yes. this up. Yeah. What do you think about this? Like I'm charging my crystal, <laughs> drinking moon water. Right. Whatever. Do you want to go? Do you want to go to this and try this? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's definitely helped having someone there because I don't feel alone. I don't feel like I'm weird or off the deep end because yeah. it's like you get me. You're open to it. Mm-hmm. We're learning it together. So yeah, I would say that. I uh I feel the same. I feel like I've always been into some sort of like spirituality. At one point, it was like Christianity, very like really tapped in with Christianity. Um, So there's always been like this health, wellness, like fitness type thing. But I feel like the health and wellness that we know today really took off like 10, 11 years ago, Mm -hmm. which is really when our friendship started. So the inception of like this type of wellness where like self-care is really popular and, um, you know, you know, the wellness space Mm -hmm. that really um we have been able to explore together like Brittany said we can go on hikes together and it's like are you down for this yeah I'm totally down for that and through doing this podcast and learning and unlearning um we've learned so much you know like we explore so many different topics and things like that so it has been like a very together parallel two is one two footprints in the sand type vibe yeah Yeah. (laughs) i love that you both described the exploration was like the theme in both of your explanations because i had a very different experience where i became very interested in that stuff and my friends were not Mm. not with it and now they're kind of coming around to it Mm -hmm. a little bit more and they're 
they're catching up. But at that time, it was I was the weirdo with mm-hmm. the crystals and yeah. The, yeah. hiking with the moon water right. by myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or I just I made new friends who were interested in that stuff. Um, but I think having somebody who is willing to explore those things with you is just so powerful. Yeah, yeah, it is. Again, like not feeling alone. What's that um, proverb? If you want to go, go. If fast, you want to go far, fast, go alone. If you want to go to far, what, go together. Read it. Look yeah. it up, y'all. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Look it up. I can't. That. I can't recite it either. But I know what you're <laughs> that yeah. proverb. Yeah, that. African proverb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go. Yeah, that way. <laughs> So something else that I would love to talk about is trauma bonds in friendships. Again, I feel like maybe the theme of this whole conversation, because everything I'm bringing up, I'm thinking like we talk about this with romantic relationships, but not with friendships. But I think it applies. I think a lot of people have trauma bond friendships and maybe don't know it or maybe don't want to admit it. If somebody is in that sort of a friendship, like what advice would you have for them to look at that a little bit deeper? I guess my advice would be like to just be aware. Like we always have to be aware and assess like how we feel. Like we know when we're having one type of conversation. Yeah. Like with a friend. If it's always F boys this, F boy that, and that's all we can talk about, then that might be a trauma bond. Right. If it's always talking about like negatively about people, that might be a trauma bond. Like yeah. I guess assess to see if it's like a whole well rounded friendship. Like mm-hmm. you'll you can know if like areas of yourself feel unfulfilled like I've had this experience where all I can do with you is like go out yeah and then when I've been I've been shut down quickly so I had an experience with a friend where we could go out to every function together but you know when we were out I noticed um some inconsistencies or some things where I was just like uh I don't know but I mean we're having fun while we're out you know what I'm saying so we would hang out and we also worked together, which was an extension of us hanging out. I'm like, oh, maybe I can get you a job, you know, because in my mind, I'm thinking we're going to make this into a well-rounded friendship. Yeah. So you know how you like speak with friends and you um, you're talking about situation. So where it went to the left is where I tried to give advice. And the response that I got to the advice was basically like, don't tell me shit. I'm like. Okay, I see that this is not, you know, this is not well rounded. Like we only get along when we're talking about one thing and it's just it wasn't giving. So, yeah, I feel like you just have to assess the friendships and, you know, like we know when something is not a vibe. Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. we know. Yeah, I agree. I had to make that decision. Same, same vibe. I feel like I'm cool with just being able to party with you, but then you probably aren't like my real friend because we're only out doing that thing. Yeah. And a way that I used to gauge like the, the, I don't want to even say the the validity, but the depth, the depth of my friendship is if I could talk about like religion or spirituality again, Mm -hmm. like I said before, it was very, I was going to church often and it's like, can you pray for me? Can I pray for you? That type of vibe. If that didn't exist, then I'm like, it's probably lacking something. Um, And I had that dynamic with somebody who it was super fun to hang out with them. Our boyfriends were friends. This was like a college friend and we would turn up, honey, turn (laughs) up together. Mm -hmm. But, um, 
there was space in between our friendship and then we reconnected and she was in this toxic relationship that was terrible. Like calling me to pick her up. He smashed her phone, just things like that. And I'm like, girl, I'm trying to tell you, like, you don't deserve this, like cheating on her, having a baby on her, all these things. And I'm like, girl, we can't bond over this. Like it just feels broken. Yeah, It feels very broken. Yeah, And it's driving me crazy. And what I've learned in friendships, specifically with women is that, when it comes to matters of the heart and them dealing with a their relationship, yeah. you have to tread very, very lightly. Yes. Right? It's like, we all know how it is. You say you don't want to be in it. You say you're done. I'm breaking up with him. He's the past. And then I look up two he's weeks later. Present. And he's <laughs> on your floor. On your <laughs> right. He's in your home. I'm like, okay, hold on. I thought we were anti. Yeah. We were just anti right. and now we're pro. So it's killing me. I'm like, girl, I can't go back and forth with you. Mm-hmm. He's toxic. He know how I feel. I done picked you up from his house. Oh, yeah. It's too much. And I, we slowly like, I was like, I can't do this no more. I can't yeah. leave my apartment at two o'clock in the morning to save you. Just for it's you to be giving, it's, it's doing too much. Like yep. we're bonding over the wrong things, yeah. uh, over your trauma. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm not in it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you have to really assess what does this person bring to my life, right? Yes. Is it value added? Are we connecting on multiple levels mm-hmm. or is it always stressful? Is it always drama? Is it always bull? You know, like you have to really take that into consideration. And that's what, what that specific situation was bringing to my life. Yeah. I said, yeah. I and it's so easy to, um, to misconstrue trauma as commonality. Like mm. we don't want to stay in the trauma. So mm-hmm. if that's the only thing that you have in common, that's a sign that it might be a trauma bond too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. I love what you both said and touched on in different ways. Just the ability to bring your whole self to the friendship. Like, can I express who I am in totality with you mm-hmm. versus is it just club time? Is yeah. it just me coming to your rescue? Mm-hmm. You know, I, if it's yeah. it just sounds like the really one dimensional friendships are the ones to look out for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the fragmented <laughs> showing up is just a piece. Especially when it's sure. the piece is drama based. Yes. Yeah. You know, because you do have some of your friends where you just work out with. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. like, you know, my sewing friend. Oh, but you have a sewing friend? That's cute. No, I'm saying if you sew. Oh, I, my God. I, I do. Not. I was like, that's I, so cute. She I'm like, she doesn't sew. She I actually does not. Do not. Like, that but for really my sewers cute. out there, you have, you a, have friend. a sewing friend. Oh. I'm like, she has never touched a thread and needle. I actually have, queen. But you have not sewn. I had a sewing machine. That's a part of me you don't know. Oh, my God. You don't. She ain't really gotten into paint with it. I did. No, real talk. Really? In high school. You know oh, I wanted to go to fit them. Stop it, stop my mom it. Yeah. invested in me. Oh, so my God. Me too. Yeah. My mom invested in me. That was every yes. black girl's dream. Yeah. Come to LA and go to fit For yeah. sure. Yes. I feel like during that time, back in the 2000s, it was it was a thing. Blame it on if the you heels. Watch the heels right. I was about to fit say, them, the, the devil heels. wears Prada. It was yeah. like you wanted that life we being in fashion. It. I just saw myself yes. there. If right. you watch the heels, you were inspired. Yes. Another thing, it also, it, it reminds me of your example, Germany, a valuable lesson that I've learned when it comes to friends and their partners is the art of knowing when to state my opinion and yeah. knowing when to not. Yeah. Because a lesson that I've really had to learn, I'm someone who's very intuitive. I have a very strong discernment. Mm-hmm. So I can usually tell with people if it's going to be a good situation or if it's going to be a bad situation. And when I was younger, I would always vocalize that to my friends. If they're dating a dude and I get a bad vibe or I get a bad feeling, I wouldn't shut up about it because mm-hmm. I think, oh, I'm helping her. I'm going to help her avoid this. Avoid. 
it's not it's not helpful. No. It's yeah. not helpful. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, abandon them about it, but understanding how to be tactful with that message, which teenage less was not. Yeah. <laughs> understanding when to provide your two cents and then when to provide the support when they need it without having it be a situation like you've experienced, which I think we've all experienced, yes. where it's like yeah. you get dragged in with them. It's a dance. It's like, yes. once you drag me in, I could say what I want to say. <laughs> you, when the, the way you were being dragged, like two yeah. o'clock in the morning. But mm-hmm. no, you're very right. Like mm-hmm. you have to, I think the best way is like to have an invitation. Yes. When you receive an invitation, when people are like, what do you think? If someone says that, then I feel like that's a green light to say how you feel your opinion. Mm-hmm. But other than that, probably not. Yeah. I learned that lesson the hard way. I'm like, girl, unless you ask me, I just don't have anything else to offer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good luck, queen. I'll be praying. That's (laughs) what I said. I'll be praying from afar. I I think that's a lesson that not everybody learns, though, right? Or you learn it very late. Yeah. Um, Like, my boyfriend is very, very outspoken. Mm -hmm. He does not give up. He's very direct. Like, (laughs) he's a Sagittarius. He will cut you with his direct bluntness. Is that a trait? Yes, yeah. they're very direct, very, blunt. very blunt. I didn't know that. Yes, and sometimes yeah. I have to tell him like he is a type of person who always wants the best for people, right? And in in efforts to get the best out of them, he's like, I gotta call you out on this. This is not right, and I have to tell him it's not always your responsibility yeah. to call out, to pull out. You know, yep. sometimes you don't you don't have to do that. Allow space for people to share, and then if they ask you for your opinion, then offer it. But you can't always be like, bro, I feel this way. Like, you need to get up out of that. That's yeah. not right for you. You know what I say? Because you're going to run into the issues where people don't want to share. Yeah. They're going to be closed off. Like, I can't talk to him about this because he's going to give me unsolicited advice. Yeah. Or doesn't he may feel, feel like judged a safe space. Or, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's something that we kind of learn as we age. And like you mentioned, it's definitely a dance. It's like an ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Because most people will tell you when they want to, when they want your opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up? What are your vibes? What do you think? What are you thinking? And that's just a particular area where there are some some different areas where you may be able to give your opinion in other ways before it's asked. But I feel like about the partners, mm-hmm. it just it's is sketchy. not. It's don't risky. tell you me. Can't. Yeah, don't don't actually yeah. tell me. <laughs> Immediately, no. I've seen all I need. To- <laughs> I've heard all I needed to hear. Immediately, it's about no. timing. It's, yeah. it's, it's got to be the right sure. time and the right place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially, I feel like people know when they're ready to be done with something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you say, how many times you say it, the way you say it. Yep. It's like, girl, I'm gonna leave them when I want. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm stick beside them. I'm stick beside them. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that is what I value about our our relationship, Brittany and I. I I could tell her anything at any time. I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, just hold on, hold <laughs> on to me. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think one of the things that helps with with that is making lack it a judgment. safe space. Yes, and lack of judgment because mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge you. Like yep. I'm just here to listen. Yeah. And even when we don't always agree, like when you ask, when you make it um, an open space for me to say my opinion, I will say my opinion, but it's never from like a nasty totally place. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that helps too. Like when you know that they're not saying anything to like shoot you down or tear you down, it's like, well, this is how I feel. This is how I see it because I'm looking mm-hmm. at it from a different perspective. Like yeah. I'm not in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I also understand if you don't see it how I see it because you are in it and you have different feelings about it and whatever but the most important thing is like not being so judgmental because Mm -hmm. we're human yeah i'm being vulnerable 
I'm navigating this. I, I don't know. I'm coming to you because I can't go here yeah. or yeah. I don't feel like they'll be so receptive because sometimes when you do tell your family, they're like, no, we don't like them. That's it. That's done. I don't yeah. like her. Mm-hmm. Don't bring them. Whatever. And you feel like, now I can't tell you nothing. Yeah. 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 So. Definitely has to be a judgment, a judgment free zone. Mm-hmm. Like that's very important to having your friendship. That's very important yeah. for me. If I feel like you're going to judge me, I'm not telling you anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and sometimes we just want to dish tea. Like, girl, mm-hmm. let me tell you what happened yesterday. And it ain't meant for you to go and build up a, <laughs> a, a, I don't know, like a persona or a a perspective of my partner, unless I'm being dragged, like dogged. Yeah. But the day-to-day disagreements and stuff that happens, everybody has that. Like, I'm just sharing it with you. You're just dishing tea. Like, girl, let me tell you what he did yesterday Mm -hmm. that got on my damn nerves. (laughs) Right. And it's like, I can't tell him he got on my nerves like that. I got to be able to call you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. Definitely. Something that I've experienced too, just being on, because I think we've all experienced being on all angles of that scenario in one way or another, is also having those situations with with my friends where it's like, I know that they're telling me about something because they want what's best for me. And I assume that I'm being judged or I immediately get defensive when Mm -hmm. after I do a little bit of a reflection, I'm like, oh, actually, my feelings of judgment were not because they were judging me. It's because I feel a way about whatever it is I'm doing or something inside of me is being triggered and feeling judged and attacked when really they're they're stating facts or they're stating an opinion that is for my benefit and so it's always just like that reflection too of our own reactions to things that's very true yeah because someone can be giving you advice from a place of love and if you feel like you said triggered you Mm, will not receive it that way it's like girl be quiet yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. if you're not in a place to receive it sometimes i'll just be like no solutions i'm just here to vent I don't want any solutions. Yeah. yeah. I just want to talk. Get and this off my chest. And that's good too. that. I, I think if anybody's out there going through that where you feel like every time you go to a friend, they offer advice, maybe that's a technique, technique that you can implement mm-hmm. in the friendship. Like, hey, sometimes I feel like I'm not really ready to receive whatever you might say. I just want to talk. If I come to you and I just say, hey, I don't have a solution. I mean, I don't want a solution. I just need an ear. Just let it be an open forum for me to say how I feel, hold space for me. And then maybe we can circle back when I'm ready and ask you, okay, so what do you think about what I shared? Because yeah. I think I'm in a space to receive now. Yes. Sometimes we're just not in that place. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear. Yeah. When you're not just really deep in it, it's just, it's, sometimes you just need to feel what you're feeling. Yeah. 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 No solution. Yeah. But I like, I'm, I need to go back and go through, transcribe that and use it as a... <laughs> Use it as a script. Use it. <laughs> hey, so I'm just actually here to vent. I didn't come for a solution. Yeah. Put it like, in the notes app. Yeah. Send that as a, a message and then go, girl, let me tell you what he did. Yeah. <laughs> so I know earlier we talked a little bit about just your relationship as friends and business partners, but something that I do also really appreciate the fact that your business was rooted from your friendship is something that you can really feel when you listen, when we listen to you, when we consume your content, we feel like you're our friends just because that's, that is the energy that is the the right (laughs) and I think it's that sense of genuine community and I think people have kind of a hard time understanding how to establish community especially as an adult and I know we're going to talk a lot more about that later Mm -hmm. on your show Um, but from just a high level can you just give a little bit of advice maybe a little nugget around how you create that space 
with ourselves, it's just amongst ourselves, it's just like um, being there for each other, mm-hmm. like the dependability, the non-judgmental, the helping each other for sure. That's what community is about. It's like giving your strengths, right? So what can you contribute? Like yeah. that's how the friendship works. She contributes what she can. I contribute what I can. And it's just a back and forth like a dance yeah. of contribution of strengths and where I'm weak, she's strong. So just being able to identify that helps us in our friendship and like build community amongst ourselves. As far as outside building community, just I would say like just being our authentic selves Mm -hmm. helps attract our tribe to us because that's like one of the number one pillars for community is authenticity. Like I don't want to build community with people that I don't really vibe with because at that point I'm in something where I'm like, I don't even feel like safe here. here. It doesn't feel Mm -hmm. familiar. It doesn't feel good. It's stressful because I'm having to put on a facade. And when I leave, I'm like, Ooh, that was exhausting. Like I don't like interactions like that where I feel like (sighs) at the end of it, I like things that like invigorate me and make me feel like, well, I had a great time. Mm -hmm. These are great people. So I feel like, Showing up as your authentic self will help you attract the, and build the community that you're supposed to be in. Like, it might not look like somebody else's community, but it's your community. Mm-hmm. So authenticity is, like, number one for me. Yeah, I say the same, especially when yeah. building this from the ground up, mm-hmm. being so organic. And like you mentioned, people, are our homegirls, as we call them, feel like. They are our besties in our head because that's the energy that we bring. Yeah. That's always our intention, right? To show up authentically and hope that people resonate with the content, resonate with the message, not because they just want to listen to a podcast, but because they feel like they belong here. Yeah. That's the whole purpose is that we're providing value-added content for people who sound like us, for people who look like us, for girls, women, however you identify, um, you know, as a, for a safe space for you. That's like our tagline has been our tagline forever because as soon as we started releasing content, people are like, man, I feel like y'all are my homegirls. It's yeah. just like, it's homegirl vibes here. Yeah. You should be able to come, enjoy. We're going to come, we're going to enjoy, we're going to pour in. We hope that you feel that way and that you just in return pour into us. You know what I mean? It's it's a back and forth. So um, showing up authentically is Number one, um, that's how people feel like they are supposed to be here. Yeah. And that's how we feel like, okay, now that person, that's our girl. That person, that's our girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah super important for us. Yeah, I love that. Authenticity is so important because it's like you don't want to feel like you're wearing a mask. I mean, well, we're all wearing a different type of mask, but you don't want to feel <laughs> like you're pretending <laughs> to be something that you're not all the time. Yeah. You want to be able to just exhale and yeah. be. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 Creating spaces where people can do that. Yes. It's so important because we don't have that many spaces. We don't. We don't. But we're making it. Mm -hmm. We're building it. Yep. And when you build it, they will come. (laughs) So here it (laughs) is. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have firsthand experience with that. Building your community and who finds it familiar, right? And familial will show up and be like, this feels like a, a good vibe for me. I feel connected to this person. I don't know why, but... They're talking the way I want to hear. They're talking the talk. They walk in the walk. It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I just love this so much. I mean, I think some of my biggest takeaways are are just around the importance of really investing in your friendships. Because when I hear the two of you talk about your friendship, it's 
like a marriage, but in a good way, like how a, a marriage should sound with how you communicate and support each other and like give and take yeah. and balance out. And I'm like, okay, yes, it's that getting investment. Healthy it's getting healthy. Yes. Yeah. I think that um, like I'm really proud of my friendship, like the relationships yeah. that I'm currently in. I feel so good about them. Like yeah. I want people to know that I'm in a healthy relationship. I want people to know that like my friendships are healthy. Like I'm very I hold my relationship with Brittany up to such a high regard because so much love goes into it. So much intention goes into it. Uh, It's just such a, it's like a responsibility. You know, I feel like responsible for her. I feel like she feels responsible for me. So I think that like you mentioned your takeaways, if I had to take anything away and things that I learned about myself and maybe you all out there who are listening is like, hold your friends up to those high standards, be proud of them and be proud of the work that you've put in. Cause that's work too. Yeah. You know, want to show it off. Yeah. Like, this is my girl right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is my best friend. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> that's my best friend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is her. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that for us. Uh, I love it so much. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I would love to hear just a little bit more about what self-care is looking for the two of you, maybe individually or together, if you also include each other in your self-care rituals and routines. My self-care lately is looking like carving out the time for it because for a long time I was just leaving it up to chance. Like if it happens or, you know, just going throughout the day without carving out the time and I was wondering why I felt depleted. So I've been intentional with carving out the time and I've been taking my balanced black girl walks in the morning. (laughs) Um, I've gotten back into reading in the morning right now. I'm reading A Happy Pocket Full of Money because reading. I've I've heard amazing reviews about it and I'm like, yes, mindset. Let's get into it. And um, encouraged by my friend Germany here. I have signed up for class pass and I'm nice. going to get into moving my body more because my body has been stagnant. And I was just thinking, go to the gym, go to the gym, go to the gym. But she brought into my awareness, like there's classes, which yeah. I knew about, but you know, like how it gets pushed so far back and you just become so focused on one thing. I'm like, there are classes and that that's encouraging. Like that's making me want to go work out more than going to the gym. And so mm-hmm. that's my self care. Um, making sure I eat all my meals because that's a challenge with these busy jam packed days. Like sometimes I don't get to it. So just knowing that I've set in a system in place to eat all of my meals is self-care. And yeah, that's what it looks like for me. I've also started meditating again with guided. I've connected my insight. I have to do guided. (laughs) I Mm-hmm. guide me yeah, yeah. take me there i want to <laughs> go there yeah. <laughs> yes um i mean Brittany already spilled my tea that's what self-care has been looking like <laughs> she took the words right out of my mouth um it's really been connecting back to my body yeah. and really making time for um fitness yeah. you know like really figuring out like what is it that i like because i feel like i've always been a very strong person like in my body very mm-hmm. strong and motivated to move um it's just about like how do i want to channel that energy so in the pan during the pandemic i was running a lot yeah. um and then i found like actually i don't like broken toenails so i had to stop <laughs> that because my toenail really mm. was taking a hard hit yeah. it, took a hit. it took a hit and i yeah. said i can't be out here with the what's that called Runner's hammer toe. Hammer tail. Roman, yeah, I was a hammer toe <laughs> with a runner's toe. So I said, dial back. Go back to the drawing board, queen. <laughs> so it was the gym, but um, I'm like, there's some things I always wanted to explore. Like, so self-care for me right now looks like exploration, yeah. like making time to figure out 
what feels good? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Yeah. Um, and lately it's been manifesting through like fitness and activity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've been really excited about it and feeling good and just sweating and challenging myself and being in there with my mind, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a, a mental, a mental thing. thing, you know, like running was very mental for me. I never considered myself a runner. And then when I'm running 60, 70, 100 miles a month, I'm like, girl, you are a runner. Yeah. You know, you you aren't something until you are, yeah. you know, until you call yourself a thing. Yeah. So once I started doing it, I'm like, yeah, I'm here. So, yeah, that's what it's been for me. Oh, I love it. What about you? What have yeah. your, your self-care been yeah. looking like? <laughs> that's a good question. I feel like I've been really getting back to the basics. Mm-hmm. One of my big focus areas this year has been sleep because my sleep was trash yeah. for my whole 20s. And now being in my 30s, for those of you who are maybe not in your 30s yet, here's the thing. You can do that in your 20s. And once you turn 30, your body is like, no, I need some sleep. It's not negotiable at this point. So I've been focusing a lot on that and like actually getting a decent amount of sleep because for so long I just didn't. Yeah. And it sounds so silly because it's not like I had a baby or any. (laughs) I just wasn't wasn't doing it. It was doing everything else. So a lot of sleeping. I've also been doing a lot of like inner child work, addressing that child trauma. It's ugly. Yeah. It's real ugly. Shadow, dark work. I have that work lined up to do. Yes. I just keep pushing the class back, the self class. It's hard. Do it. I know. And that's what keeps me shackled. I know. It's hard, but it's, it's freeing. It's hard to do in the moment. And then once you do it, it's like, oh. I need to That's sign up and talk funny. to my inner Germany, the little one. <laughs> yeah. Little, the little G. Little we'll ha- we'll talk about it after. Yeah. Yes. yeah we'll have to. Yeah. yeah um, so those have been the big things is like taking care of my most basic needs. Like I also wasn't really eating that much. Like I would just go. I mean, just things that can be so easy to forget about when you get super busy. Those basic needs. I like it. We don't put enough attention on rest. Yeah. We don't. It's like, I can go on four hours. I can go on six hours. We're not a culture or a society who likes it. rest. Mm-mm. No. Relax. So I'm right. so glad you're doing that for yourself. It's important. It is. It is important because our bodies will just do it. Yeah. Yeah. For us. Yeah. It's like, actually, you're going to go to sleep tonight. Don't you are. Sure. Even earlier this week, I was kind of going all out and doing the most for the first couple of days. And literally today, I woke up. My alarm went off. It usually goes off at 530. Oh. And I woke up at mm. seven. The alarm was going off. But just didn't didn't no. didn't register till seven a.m. And yeah, I was like, what else oh. I think about sometimes when your alarm is just going off? What does that say about our nervous system? Like right. that you can just sleep through. Like eh. I mean, I don't know what right. your alarm is like. Mine personally is a, like a soft chime. I wake up like <laughs> an angel. It's like, mm. <laughs> I slowly rise but sometimes people have like it's so you yeah. wake up with anxiety jarring people do it yeah. it's like I gotta get up and move yeah uh, I yeah. encourage you all change your alarms to something peaceful yes Relax. something gentle yes gently wake the day. up yes. yeah Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, ladies, thank you so much. I loved this conversation. I did too. It was. It was I I learned so much about being a better friend, and I think what can't be stressed enough is that solid friendships. I think start with us. If we want good friends, we also need to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And if you are finding that your friendships are not of the quality that you would like, 
it's important to do that reflection of, okay, what am I bringing to my friendships? Mm -hmm. How am I showing up in my friendships? Am I showing up as the friend that I would want to be? And you two just gave me so many good nuggets to really think about that. And I appreciate that. Yes. So grateful to be here. Yes. yes. You had a good time. It was amazing. Yes. Thank Love you. It. So how can our audience find you, keep in touch with you? Where can we get the homegirl vibes? Yes. Where are they? We need them. <laughs> you can find us on our website at theblackgirlbravado.com. We're on Instagram at the Black Girl Bravado Pod. Mm -hmm. And then everything else will kind of segue. Yeah. Amazing. That's where we be. Perfect. We will link it all in the show notes. Make it super easy. Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm sure that episode just made you want to call your best friend. <laughs> Do so today. Check in with them. See how they're doing. Talk to them. I just felt so, I just felt all of the love, all of the feels after that conversation. It just inspired me to be a better friend in so many ways. And I hope it did the same for you. So before you head out, one, make sure you're subscribed to Black Girl Bravado. Check out their show. Check out their Patreon. They have incredible merch. They're just doing beautiful things. And head over to their show today to talk more about making friends as an adult. I'm the guest sharing my experiences with making friends since moving to LA two years ago. We talk a lot about our experiences putting ourselves out there and working through that discomfort. So if you liked this episode, you're going to love that episode as well. Thank you, as always, for supporting Balanced Black Girl. If you have not yet subscribed here, please make sure you do so. Rate, review, hit me on Insta at Balanced Black Girl Podcast. All of the things, your support means the world. So thank you for being here, and I will talk to you next week.